yeah, it's how long gone. We have two microphones, one Wi-Fi connection, <laughs> and I think it's going to be a great episode. We're I'm in Glendale, of course, where the rental market is skyrocketing. <laughs> You're over in London. Oh. You're in London. How's they got real estate over there as well? How much is it for a flat? I mean, uh, apparently it's quite quite expensive. It's all it's, it's also it's also expensive in London, not just in Glendale. You, yeah, and you have to lease the land from the Queen, but that's a whole podcast on its own. Oh shit! I forgot about that. It's a whole podcast on its own, but yeah, it's, there's been a, there's been speaking of the Queen, there's been a lot of Queen jokes because they're announcing that she is going to be refraining from any public appearances until February. Mm-hmm. Have you have you read this? Have you seen this in the Sun Times or whatever over there? I've seen it as I read my you know six morning papers downstairs uh, over a you know flat white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've picked up on this. I've picked up on this news in the Independent. After in the you, Guardian. you sip your London fog and have your Dunhill mm-hmm. as you check up on the morning stories. So they're so they're like <laughs> they're wondering why is this old bag not going to make any public appearances until february yeah and why would you even announce that in november like what's the you know your eyebrows are ruffled aren't they do you think she's planning her death or do you think it's something that's kind of <laughs> you think it's that's something? sort of that like literally you joke but that's where my first guess goes but then of course the pranksters of the internet were saying you know what that means? And she's going to come back in February with some new titties. What do you think about that, Chris? Yeah, she's going down to Brazil to get a lift on her on the behind. You know, she's going to take she's going to take ten <laughs> corgis down to Brazil to get her ass shots done. Uh, <laughs> See, that's the problem. That's the problem with with being the queen. You can't. How old is she? You know, she's like ninety or something like that. She spent her whole life just being like this dignified royal woman. All this cool stuff, and now she's so old that it's just like she should just die so she doesn't have to hear these Brazilian <laughs> butt lift jokes or like she no, she's right. finna get her titties done jokes. Like <laughs> just die, and so you don't have to hear this, you know. If Jason, if I get to ninety and there's memes about me that are not positive, I want you to take my life. I give you permission. To, I give you permission to kill <laughs> well, me, Chris. Chris, memes- I hate to, I hate to tell you this, but. They, I have already seen a few. I think the the virus is starting to spread. Already. No, no, no. I'm a, I can handle it now because I'm a young buck. I bounce back quick. Oh, oh. I'm oh, saying, oh. I'm saying, if I'm 90 and I have to get my staff members to explain the negative memes to me <laughs> in my castle, <laughs> then I give you Jason Stewart permission to off me. Okay. And again, I would like you to bury me next to my corgis, and then if you could, if you don't mind, just kind of lowering the Royal Range Rover into the dirt. You know what I mean? So it's kind of got its own spot as well. Just a couple kind of like call outs up top. (laughs) What kind of our, what kind of budget did we think we were kind of working with on this? Because I just need to start getting quotes. I think when the queen dies or the king in my case, okay, Okay. the budget is kind of unlimited. And and luckily the British people are okay paying for that. You know, they're fine with that because they they treat these people like like royalty, no pun intended. You know, it's totally fine. So okay, so the the taxpayers of England said, throw it in the bag. Yeah, yeah, dream style. Exactly. They, we don't check no price tags when it comes to royal burials. the royal funeral. You did the royal funeral is is like 
is like me at Selfridges tomorrow, we don't check the price tags. We throw it in the bag. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. How many pound is this? Just kidding. <laughs> I care. I careth not. <laughs> I care not. They're still talking like that over yeah, there. Yeah, they talk a little bit like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I care not to review the receipt. It's really tough for me not to do the accent every time I talk to someone. It's it's absolutely. I'm a child. I cannot help myself. Thank god that you're restraining yourself because that's one that doesn't work out so hot i did it the other night at a dinner and uh, some locals were said it was excellent they were like this is it's good and i'm like is it good enough where if i did it the entire time i was here no one would know it's american and they said no it's not that good i, w- I want to know what you think the over under is on these people perhaps not blowing smoke up your arse but you know, maybe giving you a little bit more nice. leeway than you. Than there, you unfortunately, un- unfortunately, there's a good chance of that. <laughs> unfortunately, there's a great chance of them lying. Chris, Chris, I knew that. I just wanted an excuse to say the word <laughs> arse. <laughs> I, I I know that you're trying to work your little comedic bits into my little bit of uh, pleasure travel, but um, pleasure travel. That's right. Well, speaking of pleasure travel, are you actually having a pleasurable trip on this holiday time? Are you are you taking the time to take the time for for dad? fuck no bro i'm fucking no i'm waking up i'm going to the nicest gym i've ever been in and then i'm having another coffee and then i'm on calls like you know starting at so East chris Coast is time. rolling calls david cho style yeah all day long no not all, not all day not all day long I, i'm rolling coal you're rolling calls <laughs> exactly, exactly the duality of man <laughs> i was able to get away i was able to get away with a, a long time mate uh my friend callan today and so callum and we had a uh we had a nice lunch and then you know i i came back and now how is that bell end doing that absolute knob well he lives in he lives in notting hill which is pretty cool um so i was asking him about you know i'm familiar with that if if i said callum do you have any cool famous neighbors and he's like you know i don't know man because i was talking about how at la hotspots there's always a celebrity in the building in la he must be jokes he might have been he might not want to reveal you know some of the local theater actors that he runs into when he's getting his daily his daily drip. Oh, I don't know, neighbors. Sir Ian McKellen, <laughs> to name a few. <laughs> but yeah, I saw him. We're going to a a famous you know old school brasserie that has been reopened tonight that I believe requires a jacket. Oh, is that the Lang Langham Langens? Yeah, hopefully they let me in. That's so. You've been talking about going to this restaurant for the last week because the episode. Oh yeah, Camille. Yeah, Camille. Yeah, Camille went. I think she went right after us. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a, it's a Chris restaurant, Jason. You would love it. There's a raw bar and it's 25% more expensive than it should be. Yes, yes, yes. You, yeah, you were describing it as the, the Balthazar by the River Thames. That's what I'm taking in. But yeah, we got a lot of reservations at restaurants, but I need to go shopping, Jason. Oh, I actually, I just did some online shopping today. What did you buy on Amazon? <laughs> I bought a Western shirt. Jason! For an upcoming event that I have to attend. What rodeo are you going to? It's this rodeo event space called the Saddle Ranch. It's um, it's in Hollywood on the Sunset Strip, kind of by where you're. I know you're in Hollywood. This is kind of like West Hollywood in the nicer area. But they have, uh, it's like a cowboy themed bar. They have like a little cow and rodeo. Hold on, I've been there with the cast of uh, Road Rules uh, Real World Challenge. <laughs> you were on the yeah, on the Road Rules Challenge. Yeah, I've been a few times. With those Season forty seven, I believe yeah, you were there. These right? guys, we're friends, so it was kind of like a social thing. Mm-hmm. But is this for the is this for the Gucci event that you're a plus one for? 
No, it's not. It's not for a Gucci event. It's for some other brand. It's called like Tom Ford or something. Like oh, that. I'm but I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be at the Tom Ford party. So you're. Hold on. I just want to be clear. You're going. I'll send you some pics of what it was like, though. You're going to this Tom Ford party, and you're not. Unfortunately, you're unable to afford Tom Ford, so you had to buy. <laughs> you had to buy a Western no, shirt no, on said, Amazon. No. It, no. The, because the invitation for parties like this, Chris, they'll send you like a proper invitation. You might call oh, it like an invite. Okay, like a paper invite. You mean they're killing the environment right, as well? Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, in fact, this was a JPEG that was forwarded to me. Um, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, my hands are clean. This was just a JPEG. <laughs> but it, it said on the invitation, Western wear um, is the dress code. So I looked in my closet. I didn't have a whole lot of. Oliver Peck style clothing, and I wouldn't want to anyway. So. I would have let you. I would have let you borrow my, you know, Ralph Lauren purple label, you know, snap front Western, or maybe my vintage Levi's. I mean, I have countless. Yeah, I wanted something that was a little bit more of my own. I think I just got like a regular, like a pretty normal ish looking, but I think it's like a Wrangler or a an, or an vintage though Ariat or something like that. It's not. You know, it's not like false Western wear where it's like a mm. like a satin Western shirt that, you know, Diplo would wear some shit like that. It's it's like a real it's like real blue collar. Real, real man real shit. shit. Yeah, real man shit. Not DJ shit. Real man stuff. Mainly because the other stuff is not available in my size, perhaps. I think it's also not available in your budget range, I imagine, because this is like kind of a Halloween costume vibe you're giving me for this. Yeah, that's the thing. There's This is this is a one and done garment. It's not going to be something that enters my my everyday wear. It's funny because yesterday I, I had uh, a coffee with this photographer, James Harvey Kelly, who's, whose work I really like and he's a british guy and he was wearing a man's got three first names but go on this motherfucker this motherfucker was wearing a cowboy hat and he was absolutely killing it and i was like damn he's really pulling it off he had the hair the look really works with the cowboy hat tj mm-hmm. could you pull off a cowboy hat 10 gallon tj yeah i think i could pull i it think off. you could i, I think I you could, could i think i could pull it off don't cock it to the side because i don't want you to look like neo i'll wear it straight up the way a cis white male should. Did you get any boots or what's the footwear story? I'm going to have to pull out my fine Timberlands. Oh, thank God. Because the Timberlands, you know, this, it's kind of, they're kind of like a baby blue gray color. Um, and also, you know, quick shout out to the, the whole Timberland family. Thanks for being a wonderful sponsor of How Long Gone for the last month. We love you guys and your boots and all your feedback. Thank you so much. And if you're looking at this uh, Instagram post where Chris and I are... <laughs> advertising timberland boots on my instagram profile make sure you give it a nice positive engagement give it a double tap please double tap that jason's influencer career kind of depends on it uh Camille didn't give him as many tips on the mic as i was hoping for but luckily i have a questionnaire that jason's going to fill out to kind of get some more advice from like a proper a proper influencer but you know, I'm excited for you to go to this Tom Ford party, and unfortunately, I, I, I won't be back, I don't think, yet from New York. Well, if you were to come back, do you want me to see if I can get you on the list? I'm just kidding. There's no way you could get on the list. I actually, I mean, I, I don't want to boast here, Jason, but I do know some people at the Tom Ford company. Um, so, you know, if I wanted to go, I probably could. I mean, it seems like, to me, like a little bit of a conflict with tom brown i'm just i don't know if that's true <laughs> no, or not. there's a what lot of there's a well there's a lot of toms in my life there's there's you know mm. tom brown there's tom ford there's tom shoes 
There's Toms of Maine. <laughs> Tom's shoes. <laughs> you know, there's so many. I forgot you're such a big Tom's loyalist. There's Tom. There's Tom Krell. I mean, I could go on. You know, I've well, got a lot. I of, guess now that you think about it, I've got a lot of Toms in my life, and it's it's they all kind of work together pretty well, thankfully. Speaking of speaking of working together well, uh, we should talk about our, <laughs> nice. our guest our guest today, a collaborator of many, guitar hero, uh, producer, East Village legend Matt Sweeney. You might know him from uh, Chavez. Uh, or his work with Bonnie Prince Billy. I mean, this guy's got a, a rich, rich history. His work with Adele. When you say he's a producer and guitar hero, it made made it sound like he produced the video game Guitar Hero. We just want to say that's false. No, th- but he did. He does do video game soundtrack work for the likes of Red Dead Red Dawn Red Dead Redemption Two. No, but this guy's to name on, a few more. But he's played on everything from from Cat Power to the Dixie Chicks to Johnny Cash to Neil Diamond. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's really done it all. He's the white Doctor Dre. We're gonna talk to him about guitar tones because my shit it's just not. I can't get it right, Jason. You know what I mean? I, I just I can't get the, that's gonna cost you, brother. That's gonna cost you. I can't get I can't get it done, and it's it's really I don't know. I got to figure it out. And I think he he was. Uh, I was talking to my brother about him because my brother is more of a, a Sweeney. Sweeney man than I am, um, you know, since he listens to all that music that I don't listen to. But he was like, oh, ask him. Because I guess he did uh, uh, Mark Maron's podcast. Oh. And he's like, you know, make make sure that you let him know that you 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 did a better job or maybe you had more fun on how long gone damn than uh than the failing wt yeah podcast don't worry i'll make i'll make sure to ask him who forced him jacob jacob if the publicist if you're listening you shouldn't have let him do mark maron first we all know that mm-hmm. rule <laughs> we're the warm-up we're the we're the warm-up you know we're the we're the smaller but better podcast he won't make that mistake twice all right let's give matt sweeney a jingle and a zoom and let's get this fucking thanksgiving podcast off to a start all right, so obviously you know that we just did an intro talking about a guest that we we're going to have, but he did not answer the Zoom call, <laughs> so we are just going to do a regular podcast with Chris and I. It's going to be a Thanksgiving gobbler treat, isn't it? And so we have no uh, notes planned for this at all. Jason, don't do this. We don't need notes, But bro. we go off dome. We go off dome. It's nothing. I went off dome on stage every night, and thankfully you had notes to save me. So, you know, it's just it's just like <laughs> it's just like our live show, but with, with uh, a higher degree of difficulty uh it's just like our live show higher degree of difficulty but editing so there's a big diff you know well i mean i know that you're a thanksgiving lover uh, not really i actually don't like i'm not a lover yes you are your bitch ass loves anything you can eat but you told me while we were waiting for the guest that didn't show you were telling me that um that you're doing a gluten-free stuffing yeah my my brother's my brother's GF is GF. I see that. So you and this is this is a, uh, an issue that you deal with in your day to day life as well, right? Your chick gluten free, then a motherfucker. I mean, I don't deal with it. I I still. I don't know if that's. I don't know if she wants that for business <laughs> on blast like that. I mean, <laughs> I do think most people are lying about being gluten free. I think you probably agree with that. Of course. Every every intolerance is is a flat lie. Yeah. If you don't. If you don't. If you don't die from the smell of a peanut you're not allergic to peanuts that's my number one mm-hmm. if 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 you you ruined airplanes for me now we have to have almonds but doesn't it sound so nice to have a couple packs of peanuts and a cold one on the air tran flight jason but unfortunately yeah. thanks to all these pussies we have to have almonds that are even i would say half the time not even salted no 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 the almond i'm eating it and i'm just like mm, it just tastes like calories at least the peanut 
salty, mm. savory, mm. fatty, sweet, salt, fat, acid, heat. Shout out to it's all happening. Yeah, I mean, the do, do I just don't. Have you ever seen anybody actually react to a, a, a peanut allergy? Like their tongue swell up and they feel like they go and die? No, I've seen I've I've seen somebody react to a peanut allergy like at a restaurant where they're like you know have some have like a a, a quadruple meltdown to make sure that there's no nuts in the area <laughs> to make sure that they get their meal Nothing for free in the, in the hvac system or <laughs> where there's not a loose macadamia in the in the dyson hand dryer i've never been to this restaurant before but i'm getting a distinct peanut smell from the aircon and if we don't look into this i might die i know that people have talked about this before and it's like a you know it's like a liberal cuck pussy thing to be allergic to a peanut what what is the real cause of it I mean, it's the kind of thing where you're like, well, people used to wash their face with water and soap and it was fine. But now we've developed all these expensive products. I would probably blame peanut allergies on Procter & Gamble. I'll take a, I'll, I'll just throw one out there. The reason why peanut allergy has become more common may include changes in vaccines, particularly the change from cellular to acellular mm-hmm. pertussis. So you're saying that if I die from a peanut allergy, the blood is on Fauci's hands? There's that. And then also, <laughs> the second reason, excessive washing of the skin that could have increased penetration of the skin by peanut protein. So we're washing our hands so much that the natural this is- protective layer of our body's oils and shit has been removed. So now that the painful peanut proteins could penetrate. So painful peanut proteins. So hand washing and vaccines are, I don't know, they're hot right now. Would you agree with me? Those are too hot. And there's a third reason why peanut allergies have become more common, and that is attempts to avoid oral peanut <laughs> that's what it says but i think that means um just never eating peanuts so you never develop a tolerance i thought you them. were saying you you enjoy your peanuts rectally you were boofing the nut i mean that's an option you know it's probably safer <laughs> imagine imagine that you like peanuts so much that you <laughs> that you that you and your doctor's like well you can't eat them but you could ingest them other ways or like the doctor doesn't tell you but you have to kind of pull it <laughs> out of you gotta yeah yeah you're like is there is there any other way doctor and he's like to, is there he's like is there another way to eat food other than put it in your mouth <laughs> chew and swallow and you're like yeah and he's like of course not and he's like there's there's got to be another way and he's like well there is one other way but there is one one thing i'll do anything doc i'll do anything put this peanut <laughs> up your up your tight little asshole and then he's like does it taste good and he's like it doesn't taste at all but but, I mean, but you could build up your immunity and then you could start orally taking yeah this is a good idea i think this is i'm sorry so <laughs> your gluten free let's get back to the special thanksgiving episode but this gluten free no 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 no. we got more nut talk to do you know you, got, you dive in <laughs> when you're a little kid you want to learn how to swim what's the best way chris you just jump in the pool push that little fucker in the in the deep end yeah you're gonna you're gonna learn today that's what they told me <laughs> <laughs> and am i alive i'm sorry i don't have my glasses on am i alive right now <laughs> i mean i guess technically you're alive i think you're dead inside in portions but i think we all are <laughs> if you've lived any sort of life yeah, yeah did you have a did your parents call you anything when you were younger like i call you tj I, when i was when i was a youngster people would call uh my nickname they would use would be just the letter j like check out these j's 
check out these Michaels. <laughs> check, out, check out these Nike Michaels. No, it was just kind of like. Yeah, I get it. It's a show. You know, like if your name, you know, your name is Tim. They go, yo, we, we're going to go to T. Where T at? You know, we're going to T house. You're just Jay. I was just Jay, which looking back, pretty boring. Very boring. I for, mean. So for such a boisterous fellow as myself. Unfortunately, I didn't have it. My, my dad called me Jaws McFlappin, which we've talked about. Yeah, I remember. That. I forgot about Jaws McFlappin. But that's it, really. I didn't have any cute. You know what I mean? I didn't have. you really be in the club talking. I really be talking, though, over the music. Uh, but I, yeah, I never really had one. E- I, re- I never really had one either, you know, but I guess because my name is my only blessing, you know, it, it's kind of like, it would be disrespectful to shorten that. And you can also never, ever, uh, pick your own nickname. It has to be bestowed to you. And if you ever try to choose your own, the backlash will be, will be terrible. We all know people, we all know people, friends of this show, people that have been on this show that used to be called something and then they change it to something else you know mm-hmm. and i don't mean sexually i i mean like <laughs> you know it's oh i'm i'm um i'm jake but no no i'm jacob now mm-hmm. like i i look i'm a grown man you know and i'm james i'm no longer jay you know what i'm saying and i mm-hmm. i appreciate that from a money-making standpoint but what if i came to you and said jason look like my pronouns are he, him, but my name is Christopher now. See, that's the problem because I have, I, I think I've told a story about this before. I have a friend, a friend who was like, hey guys, don't call me Steve anymore. Oh yeah. I want to be called Steven. <laughs> and then as soon as you do that, it's just open season. Yeah. It's a ass. joke. Yeah. You're, you're asking for it. And I understand from a professional, I get that like professionally you want to be called something, but you can't tell your old mates no. to switch it up, switch up. That's crazy. You can't switch up on us like that. That's crazy. St- that's crazy. Th- their only job as your close, dear old friend is to keep you in check. They're the only people who will say no to you. They're the only people who will call you out. And you need these people in your life so much to be like, bro, bro, you can't wear that shirt. You can't wear those Michaels to this Tom Ford party. And then you, they'll be like, you know what? You're right. We need us. And if you're like, bro, I want to be called Steven. Not only am I not going to call you Steven ever, I'm not even going to call you Steve anymore. No. I'm going to call you like Stevie. And I'm going to call you the world's biggest pussy. <laughs> I'm going to call you just dumbass. But I mean, I, I like to be treated like a grown up as well. But unfortunately, I think my dressing style doesn't necessarily, you know what I mean? Like, do you think if I wore a suit every day, I would be treated better? It depends on where you are. Well, I'm over in London, you know, and these these guys, you know, they're not dressing well by any means, but they're wearing suits, you know, like a the British basically a way to talk about a finance guy in a derogatory way, Jason, is to be like, oh, he works in the city, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, oh, he works in the city. So these city, these city, these city boys are wearing like you know like top shop suits yeah it's like top man it's, suits it's, it's probably suit supply or maybe even a little better but it's it's a little bit like it's it's very fitted yeah it's very fitted we were talking about this with a uh, friend of the show charlie xcx with the lads with the lads with the lads yes exactly type of thing exactly where you wear you're wearing like oh this is a very nice three-piece three-piece suit some leather shoes blah 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 but it's all garbage skin a skin tight suit. you look like conor mcgregor you know, like it, yeah, you yeah, you look like Conor anytime McGregor, I, and that's not... anytime I see a guy in a three piece suit and like bad shoes that's like so mm-hmm. improperly tailored, I'm like, you look like Conor McGregor, which is not somebody you want to look like in clothes. I think maybe with with no shirt on, you want to look more like Conor. 
good shape, good body. Yeah, but when you're wearing the 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 white button up from you know from Topshop, god awful clothes. No, he's he's not known for his dressing. Well, that's the problem. He is known for his dressing. Millions of people think that he has swaggy sauce. That's true. It's only because he can kill someone with his bare hands. It kind of makes clothing more tolerable in any way. Yeah, but I think I think if you always you know if if you wore a suit more often. You, you kind of have to be in the city doing city boy things, working in the city to pull it off. Because if you're just like, if you pull up at Gigi's wearing a suit, someone's going to go up to you and be like, hey, um, just the, can we just have the check, please? Yeah, wh- you know, which like way is the bathroom? might mistake you for a maitre d' or, you know, you're over here, you're in Beverly Hills walking around with the suit. And they're like, hey, um, I was wondering, do you guys have like the 5 Series in stock right now? <laughs> or you, is it just the m No, no, it's just, sir, sir, can you bring the car around? We're ready to go. Because a, you know, a lot of times when you're in a casual setting like the Cali lifestyle and you're wearing a suit, people are just going to look at you like you either like have to wear this suit because it's a, a required part of your employment mm-hmm. uniform mm-hmm. or it's like who the fuck is this guy yeah i mean because like even lawyers don't wear suits here anymore no, lawyers know? after after kardashian passed r.i.p to the goat the only lawyer that the only mm-hmm. lawyer that matters did you see that uh pete davidson had a hickey i, d- I did see that psyop kim be sucking the blood out of that motherfucker you know what i'm saying we don't know that we don't know that he could have just had like a b- bubbler accident so he <laughs> burned his neck on the bubbler you ever be <laughs> trying to take a hit when you're laying down <laughs> and that shit fall out of your mouth and it on the side of your neck see that's what happens with the when the dab rigs got popular it fucked people up because you got the meth torch now you can really do some damage you can really do some damage and he's not he doesn't have a i don't think he his immune system is strong enough to really fight off that uh, no. if he were to really be injured you know it's not like action bronson's beefy neck where it can take a sizzle burn like no that. that's a no it's a little pencil neck he got that clear skin so it's not good do you think what do you think kim's drug policy is in the house i'm sure kim is down with weed and maybe shrooms you know someone like kim is such a control freak that she probably doesn't actually do any drugs herself i bet she like will have a sip of a drink to be polite no she for sure doesn't do drugs i i'm 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 wondering because he's okay two scenarios he's either a a fake drug user i i can i can say with 100 percent certainty he's not but it's only it's he just smokes a lot of weed right probably i mean i'm sure he does coke like when it's a big night out with you know che oh che the worst him and him and him and che are just building you know he's 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 a busy guy he works a lot he's traveling he's driving around i would be surprised because he kind of puts off the energy of like i'm a piece of shit dirt bag and like not obviously i smoke a lot of weed but I'm probably doing like hard. I want you to believe that I'm doing hard drugs, perhaps. And I don't. I don't know if KK has that. Is is really down for that in the crib? I think it's his lack of personal hygiene that makes him look like that. That's the vibe I'm getting. His lack of personal hygiene leads me to believe that you're doing drugs. I don't know if she's letting him or if he has to sneak away. To, I mean, look, if if you're smart, to smoke his oxies. If you're if you're smart in his position, you just stop. You just do whatever. You just do what you're told because you got to stay on this ride as long as you can. I don't think he needs to. You're out of your mind, bro. This is the coolest thing that's ever ha- this is ever going to happen to this guy. <laughs> I don't think so. He's just getting started, man. This is just going to be one stepping stone on a but where do you go? hilarious list of things that he's going to do with his life. Where do you go from here when you're like of mediocre talent, but your stick man is is eclipsing your your career? Like, where do you go from Kim Kardashian? Is there what's higher? Great question, Chris. Great question. Okay, here's here's a few scenarios or things to take into account. 
Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes, Kim K, top of the totem pole in terms of getting yourself a celebrity partner, right? Yes. One thing to take into account, like a pair of your Brooks running shoes, she's been ran through. He did not hit first, Ray J voice. That is absolutely true. A lot of people have, have tangled with Kim K. So it's sort of like the mystique is gone. Yeah, but it's still... that's still. There's been 30 rappers, basketball players, everyone in between has had the opportunity to, ha- to date do you, Kim do you Kardashian. Think, do so you think- it's not that... So I'm saying Pete has to start doing some really tough, unattainable ones. Like there's the joke of pete davidson spotted with princess diana or something like that or what you know like <laughs> so he's got it so pete davidson needs to have sexual intercourse with a, a dead person a corpse is what you're saying that's the ultimate okay level and we're only dealing with pen pen ultimate at the moment so i'm saying snag him someone who has uh you know not really been dating publicly with other slubs you know off off rip Rod, olivia rodrigo okay yeah i mean that would be yeah i mean yeah so you if you know what i'm saying if olivia rodrigo dumped her phase clan boyfriend and moved on with pete i you're actually that's a great point point. and if she dumped her phase clan boyfriend and started dating a new phase clan boyfriend pete davidson that would be a that would be good for olivia to be honest not grammy nominated seven time grammy nominated olivia rodrigo that's more than the guy that said the n-word right the country guy uh i don't think he got nominated but people are upset because uh your favorite comedian louis ck uh did get nominated mm-hmm. and uh, marilyn manson also got nominated no way marilyn manson got nominated yeah and i'm like i'm like i'm like for for what first of all like i didn't even know he i didn't know he was like putting out music consistently but yeah apparently but if you, I don't know if you looked at, if you looked at the at the Grammy, that's bad. If you looked at the Grammy nods, actually, you know, a friend of the show, Rachel Tashton's brother, got nominated, which is big. Oh, really? Yeah, Aaron Lee Tashton got nominated. Um, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Leon Bridges got a couple nominations. Um, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. and you know who else got nominated, Jason? What's the opposite of the friend of a show of the show? Hunter Harris is making music now. Jack Antonoff. Oh, oh yeah, producer, of course, of produce, pr- producer of the year. But so. You know, if we had to pick our song of the year, Jason, would you go Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish over Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo? Or, or, or no, where are you at? I don't even know what that Billie Eilish song is. Oh, you would go Montero. You would go Montero, of course. No, no. I mean... Okay, actually, here's... A, of, of all the songs that are nominated... Here's a category we can actually talk about. Best New Artist. Okay. All right. Arouge, Aftab, never heard of them. Jimmy Allen, never heard of them. Baby Keem, Phineas, Glass Animals, Japanese Breakfast, The Kid Leroy, Arlo Parks, Olivia Rodrigo, Sa Witi. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo is obviously going to win that, unless she wins seventeen others and they they throw that to somebody. Well, I think else. she should. I think she should win that. I mean, that's the reality. Like she's had a bigger year than all those people. Yeah. That's and also you can't have ten different artists up for best new art there's too many names for that category i agree with you i I think you should take this up with the grammy board and also you know japanese breakfast has been making music for what 15 years like japanese breakfast is like 35 years old she's been making music longer than the kid Leroy has been alive for but obviously i know that's how the new artist works new to us not new to making music well new to us meaning the people who vote which are our peers, Jason. The fact that I don't get to... Us meaning the Academy. I thought that was implied. Isn't it pretty weird that we don't get to vote on this? 
Not yet, but I think it'll be coming soon. Do we have to pay to be a member of something? Is it is it like a dues situation, you think? There might be some dues, but it's minimal, and it's a write-off. I know. I mean, I'm sure your neighborhood association fees in Glendale are more expensive than this. <laughs> oh, thank you, Chris. No, no, no. I, I think uh, – I don't know who any of those people – I mean – like awards are are done, right? Like no, don't don't be the week don't be the weekend. The American don't be music the weekend. awards just happen, but it's true. Like it gets zero ratings. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You anymore. will you will and make it, more money if you win one, though. That's what matters. Like being able to say you're a Grammy award winning, but at what cost? You know, I mean, no cost. You already made the record. Who gives a shit? But I'm saying, like, if if Walmart's looking to book you for a private corporate gig, Grammy winner adds a couple zeros to the check. I really believe that. Or that's as long as those things keep happening. Uh, but, you know, the the whole, the Grammy, found, you know, all the people that vote for Grammys, it's just, you know, old white guys, right? That's like the, the narrative going on. I think that's the narrative. Uh, yeah, I mean. That's the narrative that's been going on for every major award show, institution, committee, whatever. And that's why, and, and, and that's why her continues to get nominated for so many awards. <laughs> because they're like, they're like, damn, hold on. You're telling me a black girl can play the guitar and sing at the same time? Yes. I... I <laughs> This we got it. We got to give her something, guys. I mean, this is this is crazy. That whole narrative is being, you know, destroyed. Like the amount that people are willing to care or tolerate the opinion of, you know, old white guys. But I don't is think waning what, with every day. No, but I, I mean, I agree with you, of course. But I think the reality is, is that it, it, it is that. But like, how do I say this? It's like it's faceless, though. Kind of. You know what I mean? There's no one to pin that to. It's like. yeah that's true you know so if if obviously like the president of the grammys comes out every award show and does his little fake speech but no one actually pays attention to that my point is that like it's like the the commissioner of the nba being like the bald yeah creepy creepy guy that he comes out and everyone's like oh yeah this guy that's funny this guy runs basketball i don't think it's really i I don't think it's like front and center i think people like don't like it because it's like an institution and you know young people want to be on depop instead or whatever but i think that the also i think Part of it is if you're a certain size artist, this helps you. And also, like, you're not paying, you know, the campaign that the label does, like, they're paying for it. It's not like you're, you know, true. It's not like Olivia Rodrigo's like, okay, guys, I need for your consideration in the, you know, hits daily double email blast. You know, I think it's a little, mm-hmm. I think it's a little more. But, but as the, as the traditional or I guess sort of outdated music industry model begins dying with every day, you know, people, have stopped using record labels and and agents and everyone is doing it themselves and putting out their own music and they have home studios and their friend directs it and there's no budgets for anything anymore. So if the record labels are the only people paying for it and record labels don't make money anymore and or no are, record labels. No, that's the, that's where you're wrong, bro. These record labels are making a lot of money. A lot of money. It's back. For now. For streaming. It's, For now. it's all good, baby. It's back. It's like CDs. <laughs> I know. I know. But I think that... Nope. I don't think it's going to last for forever. Grammys ain't going anywhere. Like, if, if a bunch of 20-year-olds don't care about it, that's fine. But there's going to be other 20-year-olds that do care about it. You know what I mean? Like, the kid Leroy, who's one of the biggest artists in the world that we can't even pick out of a lineup is going to be there front and center, no question. And he's he's like exactly the age of a person who shouldn't care about this. He doesn't care about it, but he has to do it because he signed a major label deal and they're making him do it and he does whatever they want him to do. But, but you know what Kid Leroy does care about is being able to cop more you know, Gucci. So he's going to show up and make sure that his face is there and if he wins, he knows he's going to make more money. I, I'm just saying I want to see a world where, I mean, like every single year award show ratings go down. Yeah, it's insane. For every single award show, music, movies, film, television, 
whatever it is. So how much more do the ratings go down before something drastic happens, do you think? I mean, look, the Independent Spirit Awards aren't televised anyway, so I think we're good. I think we're, I think we're good. I think we're good on that. No, but you make no, you make a good point. But you know, I mean, your, your TV show ratings are low enough and your show gets canceled, right? Yeah, but I think there's prestige attached to it, and that means I think advertisers aren't going to abandon it as quickly as something else. I know. Does that, does that make sense? You know what I mean? It's like... Of course, of course. You know, spending $5 million on a Super Bowl commercial like is still a thing, which is insane. People watch the Super Bowl. Not as much as they used to, but, you know. No, I think people watch the Super Bowl, but the, when things turn into, like, when there's stories about the advertisements, like, I don't, that nothing could be more dumb to me than reading, like, an Ad Age article about all the great Super Bowl advertisements. That's insane to me. That That's our that's where we're at in, in our culture. That's where we've been at for a long time, and I think that... Specifically with that, yeah, you're right. I think that, that advertising is more interesting to me than football, but that's just... Well, anything's more interesting than football. I mean, that's... that's <laughs> I mean, I'd rather watch paint dry, but I'm saying to you that, like, <laughs> there are people, there are guys that wear common projects and skinny chinos that make more money than us that watch the Super Bowl just to talk about the ads with their coworkers on, you know, Slack. That's crazy. Those someone is me, bro. That's me. No, that's not. You're not that bad, I hope. I mean, I don't own common projects and I don't work at an ad agency, but I'm I'm more interested and I have more things to say about commercials because, you know, like how you said airports or malls are the the window into yeah human existence yeah, good and point. society good point same thing as advertising you know this is what this is how we are trying to sell things to other people it says a lot about the where the world no is no at. i mean i think and it's I usually think that, hate watching for me because it's just yeah 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 yeah. but i also i think time. i think those ads have also devolved into just like how much can we pay a celebrity to do something that we think is funny that's like what it's kind of that's what everything has devolved that's why everyone is out of a job well there's two kinds of advertising celebrity doing something funny or we're going to try to make you cry (laughs) and i imagine that this year's super bowl is going to be a lot of covid tear ads which is literally there's nothing worse in my opinion yeah losing someone from covid there is nothing worse than that chris yeah No, there's always the heartwarming ones, but that's how it's always been. It used to, you know, they've been doing it since probably the Vietnam War. For Super yeah, Bowl but my, my my granddad dying and us sharing a love of football and Budweiser is very different. <laughs> is, is very different than like we have a global health crisis and a lot of people die, and we're going to show, you know, we're going to try to illustrate that to make money off of it is insane. Yeah, that's the di- that's the difference. Like Google, you know, Google using a you know a million people die dying as like a crux for advertising is pretty insane Mm -hmm. we want to let you know that we donated some money yeah for some ventilators uh 18 months ago damn remember ventilators you're welcome remember when it was like people wanted to buy ventilators on gofundme we've come a long way we have come a long way now we've but we have also just devolved back to peanut allergies we should have just never been washing our hands (laughs) as soon as i have a kid first that baby's gonna pull out before i even cut that umbilical cord handful of planners get shoved right in there mm-hmm. yeah i'm going to this bitch invincible chris what did, you, what, what did you get jason as a push present i'm like oh i got him a, a peanut subscription on nuts.com we're good we're good to go did you just say a push present is that a thing that i don't know about chris you don't know about a push present <laughs> no. you don't really no i mean some the only push present i know about is when i send somebody one of my bit emojis <laughs> on a push notification no, no. but what are you talking are you, so this is a gift you give for somebody for 
pushing a, a fetus out of their womb. Yeah, basically, if well, mostly if you're rich, like you would get your yeah. partner who is about to give birth, you know, a new watch or maybe like a bag or a trip somewhere, <laughs> you know, to, to congratulate them. No. Yeah, this is, you didn't know about push presents? You're like, okay. Your the water just broke. No, no, no. You give it. You don't give it to them. You don't give it to them on the way to the hospital. You give it to them just like. When do you give it? When do you give the push? Pre- it, uh, it has the word push in it. I assume you give it to them while the pushing is happening. No, 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 no. I think it, it's more symbolic. It's like we're going. We're we're in a couple months. We're <laughs> going to bring this beautiful life into the world. I need to give you this ten thousand dollar Cartier bus down to remind you. Okay, so I'm, I'm I need a I need a how many days out ETA of when the push present is given. You said two months out, so seven months into the pregnancy. I don't know. I just know that it's a thing if you're rich and it's something when that to like give push present. <laughs> there has to be some sort of code. Traditionally, the gift is given to the mother right before or right after the child is born. Most moms love to receive the gift right before the baby arrives so that they can wear it in the first family photos of their newborn. Yeah, but I mean, that doesn't mean like you're in, you're at Cedars and you're fucking putting the Submariner on her wrist. It's, it's, you know, it's like, it's, it's a little bit before, I guess. It has been suggested to give your push present within days of arriving back home from the hospital. It should also not be done with other people around. It should just be you two so you can tell your wife how much she means to you and how much you appreciate her for what she went through to have your baby. When you when you look at her in her eyes and you're like, yo, I just saw you do some shit that I can never unsee and we're probably never going to have sex again, but I spent 15K on this bag. So <laughs> congratulations, baby. I, I love you. Okay, I got you a Birkin and then I got me a sex robot. <laughs> I purchased a 12-pack of Tenga from oh, eBay Japan <laughs> because I had to witness something I can never Okay, unsee. so I didn't know about... So this is yet another thing that that the fellows have to buy for their, for our ladies for giving us the gift of, of life. The, you know, Jason, there's one way to avoid this, though. Small price to pay. I think there's more than one way to avoid it, <laughs> but I think you're going to list, list a cool one right now. Well, the first one is don't have kids. The second one is... Uh, be broke. <laughs> okay, here's here's this one though. If you adopt, no push present because you didn't give birth. Is that how it works? Great point. Artificial insemination. Uh, uh, somebody <laughs> else avoid, carries this to avoid. So to avoid, you're, you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> yeah. adopt some badass. It's a numbers 14. game. At the end of the day, it's a numbers game. <laughs> you're like, all right. If I adopt this kid, and he's 14. I'm only gonna have to buy him four pairs of Jordans before I can kick him out of the house. That's like 600 bucks. If I if I have a baby, that's 18 years, and I gotta buy a push present. Like, nah, we're adopting. We're adopting. And I would ba- rather. I mean, and also to avoid not having to give your money to Ho dinky for that that cartier tank you know just days after you return from cedars eating those cookies <laughs> and also you get to walk around and be like yeah he's a rescue bryce is a rescue <laughs> no 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 of course we adopted of course we adopted and then like, why'd you adopt you're like i just there's so many yeah there's so many beautiful spirits out there in the world that need a home and need love and also <laughs> i was able to avoid um buying my wife a uh push presents after after i looked at furnishing the nursery i realized i wasn't gonna be able to buy a push present so we just went to china (laughs) filled out some paperwork and all of a sudden we got a little badass kid in here Mm -hmm. and think of the 
I think of the miles you're going to get on that too. Oh, damn, that's a good point. I didn't even think I didn't even think about the extra benefits of of my <laughs> Delta Sky, my Delta Platinum Sky Miles card. Bro, round trip to Beijing? Oh man. <laughs> did you do it? Did you do a mileage run this year? Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I came back with uh, 18 years of responsibility after the mileage run, but you know, I mean, I I got my I got my status up. I'm thinking about gamifying my push present this year. <laughs> And I've figured out a way, as long as the old battle axe is on board for all my twisted methods, not only am I going to not spend any money, I could make a little bit of do-re-mi at the end of this. That, Jason, is what I like to hear. Because you're not really focused on that cheddar, but I think when it comes to like the dark side of getting money, mm-hmm. I think you're more inter- you're interested in that, which is a quality I really look for in a business partner. Yeah, I'm not into short gains, Chris. I know you're not. I'm in it for the long haul. Well, you're, I know, I mean, as a, as a Glendale's top real estate agent, you did send the group chat an interesting <laughs> rental property that's available <laughs> just down the just down the street from me, a two bed, two bath that literally looks like a house out of the cops television show for $3,500 a month. Is that right, Jason? 900 square feet. Yeah. So like on our walking route, there's like a, a, a main, like a, a larger kind of thoroughfare street. And there's, there's houses on the street that are like basically at the bottom of the street, you know, it's like whatever regular ass houses. And then at the top of the street, you know, three, four, $5 million crazy ass cribs. And this is on the lower end of course, but yeah, it was just a piece of shit ass house. You know, the, the, the front yard and backyard is just dirt. <laughs> like the garage is painted a different color than the house. Also in the pictures that were, that were included, there was, there was also, I believe like a tie bow machine, like in the yard, <laughs> like, like left, like a, like a dying weed. You're talking about the home gym. That's, that's, that's value added. <laughs> that's a value. That's added. value added for the home. The gym. curb appeal seemed to be very minimal so you're well, saying we were, we were yeah so i was walking by when we were walking the dogs and i was asking asking bay like you know how much do you think this this lease is for this rental house and she was like mm-hmm, 1900 something like that 3400 and change you know that's like is it even a good part of the, is what do the school districts look it's like it's in a fine yeah it's in a fine <laughs> part of town it's in a fine part of town it's just like it's definitely like shittiest smallest house on the yeah, street yeah. kind of vibe but but you know that's so much money. Like that is that no, is a, a mortgage for a two-story house with a three-car garage, no and a problem. pool, and in a, a lot of places. In a lot of places, most most parts yeah. of of this country. We could go down to Kansas City and live like kings, Jason. But I do, Jason. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I do have some breaking news. Oh shit! Is it real estate related? No, but uh, you know the Washington Free Beacon, which is a right-wing newspaper. Never heard of that, Chris. How much? What's the? What's that subscription running? I haven't either, but they're 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 mm-hmm. they're fucking mad, Jason, because it looks like Vice President Kamala Harris spent three hundred seventy five dollars at a Le Creuset boutique. I saw that. "Quote unquote," the spending spree at the French boutique comes as U.S. families fret over cost of Thanksgiving dinner. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't understand why Republicans love being broke so much. I don't understand why they like it's like I don't understand why you can vilify someone for spending the money they earn on something they want. I just don't I don't get it. Like the guy who wrote the story probably has a fucking fifty thousand dollar raised truck. Mm-hmm. You know? And and it's like that's acceptable. And I mean I don't even want to get into the rifle collection. <laughs> yeah, I mean the I guess the they always sort of value the or not value but quantify a president's 
you know, a, you know, they're run in office by how many days they were on the golf course, right? Of course, yeah, yeah. It's what you, so so three seventy five for the for the late Crusade Dutch oven, an investment that you'll pass down to your grandkids as long course. as you keep it clean. You know, of it's course. a beautiful little unit for the beef bourguignon and beyond. I don't have, I can't stress this enough. I'm sure she got it in a great color as well, but. You know, three seventy five that won't cover your tea time for one day of golf at any of these golf courses. You know, and that's just to walk around. You know, a, a well manicured lawn that's eating up our our drought. That is a problem. And you know, so you could say the n word with a bunch of other white guys. You know, I, I <laughs> Kamala, get get your little Lake Crusade on. Don't listen to these haters. I think it's very presidential to own nice cookware, if you must ask, Jason. I'm sure that many yeah. presidents over time have had a nice collection of all-clad in the White House. I, I know Obama likes to get his little berry sandwich, no. little 2 a.m. berry sandwich and yeah. a cig. I can see Obama down there drunk, like <laughs> blasting Kendrick Lamar in the White House kitchen making a sandwich. He, do you think he's, he's making a little... Because sometimes you'll see like, oh, these are like the... I made I made like a made it like a Hennessy wing glaze on the barbecue sauce, but he's like he's doing like a blue label, like a Johnny Blue aioli. Yeah, Johnny Blue aioli on his on his ham and cheese. Is he known? Is he is is, is Barry actually known for sandwiches? Is that true? No, I don't know. Obama favorite food. <laughs> Hold on. Do you think Do you think Obama Do you think Obama's been to Uncle Polly's? One hundred percent. I just looked it up. You, <laughs> Obama's favorite food, bacon pancakes and steak. Bacon pancakes? What is it, 2012? Chips and guac, honey. This is from Business Insider. Honey. This is everything that we saw the Obamas eat in the White House. (laughs) Chips and guac, honey. (laughs) That that outfit, that outfit. (laughs) She ate that child. (laughs) Um, Fresh veggies. Oh, please believe fresh veggies. Also, Barack Obama's favorite cheat day. That's Ben's Chili Bowl in Washington D.C. for a well-known oh, of chili half smoke. Have you been to Ben's Chili Bowl, Jason? No, I have not. But this appears to be a chopped cheese sandwich with chili on it. I've been to Ben's Chili Bowl. I didn't eat anything, of course, because it's disgusting. But I have been there. You would never be found at a chili hut. No. Oh, also chocolate-covered macadamia nuts. Please believe. You know, because the Obama, you know, Barry spent some time with his Hawaiian roots. Oh yes, of course, and I believe those are available at the Dean DeLuca down there in in D.C. You know, you could probably get. A- I have. A- I literally I have a box of of macadamia nut sitting in front of me right now that I'm going to give to my mommy. That's um, very nice. Just in just 24 hours on Thanksgiving. Oh, so that's like a I mean I I I guess I didn't really realize that was like a big Hawaii thing. I go to Hawaii a lot, Chris, a few times a year for business stuff like that. So that's sort of like it's like the currency there in some ways macadamia nut can be traded like different bitcoins and things like that i prefer i prefer to trade you know that's the other problem i'm running into here across the pond i took out all this cash because i love having the queen in my pocket mm-hmm. and you know a lot of places are, are cashless over here. and you know what the best thing the best thing you got, you're sitting on these blue face euro i'm sitting on these blue face queens and the the pounds are not being spent love we're all we're definitely in a cashless society and then you know who's who uses pounds anymore uh me you're the first person who's pulled out cash in london in the last four years that's not true but the 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 coolest thing that's going on here and this has been going on for a little while i guess is that you simply tap your credit card to get on the tube 
There's no cards. Mm. There's no so you just simply tap and go. You can use your phone. You can use your MX. Any you, you can use your bank card. Anything that taps. You just, you just do a tap. Yeah, I just I just send them a WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. I just send the tube a WhatsApp, and then they just let me they, on. They let, they let you in. It's a very efficient. I don't understand that why that. I mean, obviously, it's a pretty big technological overhaul that would require, which New York City will obviously never do. But it is a very. I don't think it's that big. I think they like having like the controlling Metro card prepaid thing. Yeah. And it, it'll take some type of public upheaval to protest that and go to just a, it costs a dollar to ride this, take a dollar versus the whole membership card. It's wasteful. No, it's very interesting though. I didn't, I, I unless you get the Supreme one, that's, that's different dog. You know, I got a couple of those on IC. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, also Obama likes to eat apples as well as burgers and pizza. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> Are you saying that he's an American president? Cause that's what it sounds like to me. Burgers, apples. When do you get back from London? Monday. Monday. Uh, uh, yeah, I get back Monday and then I'm going to hang out in New York for a little while. Just, you know, reconnect with America have a salad if you if you go straight from london to la you'll get the bends right it's just too far man it's honestly insane how far it is i'm just not used to it i have to build up my tolerance do you feel like you need a vacation from this vacation no 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 this isn't a vacation this is this is this is spending time in a in a wonderful European city and doing activities that bring me pleasure. Are you in, are you enjoying London? I I do want to go to London. Pretty it's soon. the only city I like, man. Outside of New York and L.A., this is the best place on earth. I love it. I mean, okay. the weather sucks, but everything else is great. Okay. I don't. I mean, people love Paris because they're like women who had a, a poster on their wall, you know, when they were a <laughs> yeah, kid. I mean, Paris is a beautiful romantic city. That's it's why. Paris is I. You know, it's dirt. It's dirty. <laughs> People are mean. Everybody's always on strike. You know, what I mean, it's worse than Hollywood. Yeah, I, most French people are very mean. They're just assholes. I just don't. I don't. I mean, I'll obviously happily go there, but it's just not. It's not my favorite. London speaks to me, and also, honestly, as a person who likes efficiency, the tube system is the fastest and most efficient. It's incredible how easy it is to use and how it gets you everywhere. It really works. It's what other cities should aspire to as far as public transportation goes i don't know the la subway system is pretty good i've heard that you can take it to where um you just go down there and then <laughs> different people throw their feces at you <laughs> see, and then you run back up the <laughs> stairs but then usually the stairs are covered in piss oh, I see. so then you, you um, if you don't fall then you can just make it back up to hollywood and highland <laughs> where uh, different people will stab you so it's like a pretty good little system, but that sounds cool too. The tube, I'll check it out. Hollywood Highland's pretty cool. You get to take pictures with some of your favorite celebrities, you know? Like, I don't know if you've heard of Spider-Man. God, I mean, I used to spend so much time on Hollywood Boulevard, and I'm so glad that I don't have to be there anymore because it is a nightmare, and I feel bad for you every time I go to your house, and you got to live over there, poor fella. I don't go on Hollywood Boulevard, ever. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's your backyard. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. But I like, I mean, you know, I love celebrities. So if I can see, you know, one of one of my favorite characters, you know, like a minion or something, it's pretty exciting for Just me. Just any of the bad guys, Batman, Spider-Man, Baldwin. Have you ever met a minion? Have you, have you ever met a have you ever met a minion, Jason? I didn't think so. I've hung out with Brandon Wardell many a time. <laughs> I was going to say. When you have a minion, or is, does it still count as a minion if they're taller than you, Chris? Yeah, it's it, minion. Yeah, because. Minion feels like it's a shorter person, even though I know it's it's a smaller, not in physical size, but in perhaps a job title or something or, or respect. I would tend to agree with you, but in this case, we're going to make an exception. It's It's just something I'm kind of, you know. I'm I'm leaning into myself. Okay, Chrissy. 
Also, really quick before I think I think my um, my winter project is going to be transferring transforming the uh, the guest bedroom into a little bit more of a proper office, Chris. So when this year, if we do some more IRL podcasting for our our Monday morning episodes, you will you you might be able to sit on like a like a nice leather chair or or couch or something like that. The bed the bed's moving out. Where's the bed going? Just gonna throw it in a throw it in a duffel bag, chuck it in the in the garage. I guess you know we don't we we have like one person use it a year. I have some advice. I mean, I can obviously I'm happy to help with any sort of you know interior design. I can source some vintage furniture and stuff if you want me to. Yeah, well, I'm we're we've already begun doing that a little bit, but um, are we gonna get that? Can we get the Howard Stern style microphones? Uh, if Santa Claus bring them. I mean, I you know we used to have the public announcement offices, and it was very nice, and it feels very pro, you know. So if we're gonna get serious about this whole podcast thing, okay, thanks for that tech tip, Chris. I don't even mean the microphones themselves because those are probably a little pricey for you, but just the stands that kind of robo arm from the table, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, those are nice. Would uh, you agree? Those are they're a little old. They're they're kind of old news for me. I I prefer a regular regular old mic stand. Plus, we don't have a table. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I didn't know how big the over- podcasts don't have to be. I didn't know how anything. I didn't know how big the overhaul was going to be, but it sounds like it's a little smaller than I was anticipating. Bed beds going out, co- you know, a little leather kind of love seat, love seat, couchy type of thing going in. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a couple. I found a couple little Italian brown leathers. So, are you going to leave room? Nice patina. Are you going to leave room on the wall for your YouTube one million subscribers plaque? <laughs> because <laughs> that's something important i think you should do of course of one course. also will have to leave room for our platinum record from jag jaguar and i'll and i'll have plenty of extra wall space to to put up all the art and photography that i've acquired mm-hmm. through uh friends and family over the years that my girlfriend doesn't let me put up anywhere else in the house so yeah. that's really what offices are all for, your you know all, yeah I mean? all your bud light displays you bought from Publix. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got, you got a yeah, you got a couple of classic, you know, uh, Sweetwater four twenty neons that you've got on eBay that you're kind of they're picking up dust in the in the garage. Yeah, I got I got my Miller Lite <laughs> pool table neon sign. Got this at the got this at the Rose Bowl flea. It was only eight fifty, still clean, still clean. You know, for when the guys come over and turn that on, I think tonight's going to be a little bit different. I'm going to bring you back a, a Stella snooker table. Don't worry, I'll, I'll we'll, we'll, we'll slide it. We'll, <laughs> we'll make it. We'll make it fit. TJ, we're going to have your. We're going to have this man cave looking sick, bro. I can't wait. Let's just. Can we just go ahead and stop calling it an office now? Because mm-hmm. do you have a Red Bull fridge, or should I? I mean, I can get one of those. Of course, I have a Red Bull fridge. I thought so. Does it look like an amp? <laughs> Because if not, no, 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 it looks like a nuclear warhead. Okay, like you know, it's it's you know when the pelican case is not enough. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those. Okay. It's like something that makes a pelican case look like one of your little fucking Jacques Mou mini purses. What if you know what we need instead of the Red Bull fridge? I want to get the Telfar fridge. Do they make a fridge? No, but I'm gonna. But I live very close to the West Coast Customs in Burbank. And I think they can Dude, flip it. Okay, what we're gonna do is we're gonna buy a Smeg mini fridge mm-hmm. and take it to West Coast Customs to get it Telfard. Hey, yo, them That's jeans! The- I heard you like Telfar, so I put a Telfar on your man cave refrigerator. 
And there's, and there's gonna, this is also going to be an aquarium, of course. No, we, this is a, honestly, we should really do this. I feel, I, I feel like we could get us. I feel like we could get a sponsor for this and really make it into something. Yeah, and since Telfar stole his logo from Tevin Campbell, there's going to be no copyright infringement <laughs> to worry about. No, we call that checkmate in the fashion world. But I think we could start a whole YouTube series that's West Coast Customs for fridges. <laughs> I think that's a good, I think that's kind of, because that kind of gets into your foodie bag, but also mm-hmm. gets into kind of my fashion bag. So we could kind of, we could collaborate because like Dolce & Gabbana did a smeg. Yeah. And I, you obviously, unfortunately, due to some of their uh, racist language, we're not able to support that. Unless it's vintage. No, do not support Dolce. And so we could, we could do, if we could just do a whole kitchen kind of vibe, but we're, it's things people wouldn't expect oh, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, it's yeah. the un- it's kind of like an unexpected twist on the mini fridge because people think of that as like oh you only have that in your dorm room or maybe you have one in your office but we're saying we're saying make that a centerpiece of any ho- house redesign so most of the, you go to some famous persons you go to tyrese house mm-hmm. you go to any of these celebrity you know jennifer lawrence you name it any of these celebs what do you think you're going to see sub-zero fridge right that's what you think no that's what you think exactly but that's your that's your grandmother's celebrity fridge exactly. now telfar mini fridge no telfar mini fridge and i can think of a few other collaborators if you want to kind of get into it i mean i think that the tom brown mini fridge could be hemmed a little shorter you know maybe than some of the other ones but i think this is also i want you to think about a ladle mm. who you would kind of who you would kind of create a ladle with we can get into that on the next episode. I want you to have some time to to ideate. Yeah, I mean, because a lot of brands will make a lot of useless stuff, right? Ex- exactly, but we're not... What brand makes the most useless bullshit? Literally every brand. No, nah, there's got to be one that's known. For, I mean, I feel like I should know this. Have you ever heard of Supreme? Yeah, I mean, obviously Supreme, but I mean, for I guess for like luxury brands, you know, like there's like an Hermes everything, you know, like... Oh, I mean, Tiffany's Hermes got... Hermes toothpaste holder or whatever. Yeah, Tiffany's got into that stuff where they kind of make everything. I mean, Chrome Hearts is probably number one. You know, mm, they make everything, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's actually it's actually cool, so it's different. Yeah, Chrome Hearts is cool. Okay, let's, let's table this for now. I'll send you a, a link to the Google Doc and make sure you're an editor, mm-hmm. and we'll kind of come back with some more ideas. But anybody, if you work at a mini fridge company... Mm-hmm. um. Please get in touch with Jason directly, and I'll I'll hit Telfar direct, and we'll kind of get that moving. Yeah, we'll have Telfar come on the pod and kind of ideate because we need to work like figure out like stock and how it's going to roll out. Because yeah. for some of their bags, I heard it's hard to get, and I I, I don't want to have that same problem with our mini fridges. We could do we could do a pre order for the Telfar mini fridge and select people get it stocked with his favorite items. Yes, okay, that's a good idea. Okay, I will um. I'll, I'll get this down on paper. I'll send it over to you, and, and we'll talk later. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a. I hope you're having a. You hope you're having a lit Black Friday. And like I said before, when you go to my Instagram page and there's a picture of us wearing Timberlands, double tap and keep it moving. Yeah. If, you, if you're listening to this on the day after Thanksgiving, I really hope you're exercising. And if you're not, I want this to make you go do it. Thank you for listening.
Didn't notice me at all 